Hi, babe. Welcome to the Christy Elizabeth podcast. This is your host, Christy Puebla. I'm your best babe, your go-to gal, confidant, and coach all in one. I'm a certified life coach who's obsessed with helping women get unstuck and step into their higher self. On this podcast, I'll teach you how to up-level your mindset and create emotional freedom so that you can create a life you're so obsessed with. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hi, babes. Welcome back to another week and another episode. So we are in the month of March, and it's all about celebrating Women's History Month. So each week, I'm bringing in some of my best babes to share their journey to womanpreneurship. And this week, I'm excited to introduce to you Rosa Flores. She's a childhood friend, a client, and entrepreneur. So Rosa is the owner and CEO of Kathy's Orchid Home Care, which is a professional in-home senior care agency that provides customized services to meet the needs of the client. Welcome, Rosa. Thank you so much for joining me. I think that your story to womanpreneurship is going to be so inspirational. So thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here and I'm just excited. I love it. Yeah, Rosa is such an amazing person. Actually, I just saw her this morning. We did TRX together and sweated our butts off. (laughs) So now we're like all cleaned up and in work mode and we're like, okay, it's time to do an interview. (laughs) Yes. All right. So let's just dive right in. I want you to like share with the audience a little bit more about your business. So me and my team at Kathy's Orchid, we are care partners who provide customized care services to seniors mainly to reach their care goals on a daily basis. I love that, to reach their care goals. And so like, is this long-term, short-term? It's a mix of both. Okay, perfect. I love that. And where do you operate out of? Uh, We are in Lake County providing services to people locally in Groveland, Claremont, sometimes Winter Garden. Okay. And so you and your staff just will go in home to each of your clients and provide the services there. Yes, that's right. Amazing. I love that. Okay. And how long have you been in business? I've been doing this for a little over 15 years. Okay. So you're kind of like an industry expert. Yes. <laughs> I, have, um, I always say I can write a book. I have a lot of stories, definitely. Like I see your face and you're like, I don't want to admit that I'm an expert, but yeah, I kind of am. <laughs> All right. Great. Okay. So my next question to you is, is like, I really want us to go back to when you first started. And so this was like roughly around 15 years ago. And I'd love for you to tell the audience, like, how did you know that this was what you were meant to do? Because I think like we as humans, we're always looking for our purpose. And sometimes it takes us a little longer than others, but you found yours pretty quickly out of high school. So I want to hear all about it. Yeah. So I worked in the kitchen at a local um, nursing home and I, I really liked it. I would, I started a short shift of four hours and slowly got up to eight and 12 hours. And we, I love to work. I love to move around and help others. And we were setting up um, their food trays. And it was, I realized that I like to pick up on the the needs and the dietary needs more specifically of what each person would want. So, um, and, and I was great at routine. So I um, signed up for the CNA course that they were offering there. It sounded like a great deal right after high school. And I would sign, um, I would get an assignment right after graduating 
And I know I've always wanted to be a doctor. I I, um, I was born with a condition and I, I uh, needed a lot of help when I was a child. And my mom was there. She She's really the one that inspired me. And I knew I wanted to do something in the medical field. I've always enjoyed it. It's always um, piqued my curiosity and I wanted to know more, a little bit of everything. So that's where it started. And then it just has transformed. Yeah. So let's pause there because so... Your mom took care of you. What was it like three years? You said you pretty much lived in the hospital. Um, so when I, I was born with something called Hirschsprung's disease that affects the large intestines, um, I had to have about 12 surgeries before I was 12 years old wow. to um, kind of reverse it in a sense. And I ended up losing my whole large intestine. Um, they don't really know what all is infected until a little time passes by. And you're being monitored and and they do with you know do the surgery thank goodness for my mom is all i can say thank goodness because yeah and so she was there so she also was a cna correct yes she was and she she worked she we almost um raised ourselves after i was 12 years old we learned to cook and clean and all that um my dad was very supportive he worked and my mom she was a cna and she took care of me while i was in the hospital and helped me not miss um fail a grade while I was in grade school. And um, I, I really loved to read when I was a kid. So I that helped too. So yes. you firsthand got to see what a CNA can do and how that really could impact a person's life because your mom was the CNA and she impacted your life tremendously. Yes. Yeah. And I knew there was a way to do things. I, I could feel the the care that I was getting at the hospital that I was. And and my mom being there and being a partner in the care and following up and doing and I wanted to do that. I wanted to help people feel better. Yeah. So I feel like you kind of knew from like a younger age that CNA was what you were meant to do. Something along those lines. Yes. I love that. That's so amazing. Okay. So let's talk about when you decided to hire me as a coach and we've got to share this because when so rose and i have been working together i think since 2019 uh towards the end of 2019 and when we first started talking she told me that she wasn't a business owner and i was like floored because this woman had paying clients she had employees she had her employees on payroll and she literally was doing the damn thing she was running and operating a successful business and yet she didn't think she she had a business so can you like share with us like the thinking you had behind that of like you had a business you were doing all the things but in your mind you you didn't consider yourself a business owner no not at all I feel like I was limited thinking. I knew something was not right. And, and I didn't know exactly what it was. And yes, I, I did not see myself as a business owner. And I, I remember going to file my taxes and they would say, well, you're a business owner. And then I would, I would go back to my client. I try to present it that way. And I really didn't know what it meant. So I, I said, I'm going to take it back and I'm going to find out how um, this works. And, and I realized after, but it, it took me a while. It took me a long time. I feel like coaching to get past all the stuff, all the crap and, and really just see that, yes, I am a business owner. I get up in the morning, I go to work, I service clients, I invoice them. I, we talk about what, how things can change or get better. And yeah, I, and I train girls and I send them to people's houses and we, we do, we did have a business. We do. 
You are a legit business owner, Rosa. <laughs> yes, I realize I am a business owner. We've done so much work around this, but I just, I really love talking about this because for you, it was like, no, like I'm just like showing up as my job. It was almost like yeah. you were going to an agency and like clocking in and, and getting paid under them. Like that's where your mindset was. It's like you didn't realize like what you were doing was actually just being a business owner and you've you've really transformed since we started working together but it's just and which is why i wanted to bring you on to share because your story is so powerful and i think it just goes to show how our thinking really does like show up in our result line and how that probably did stunt your growth right because you just thought like i'm just working i'm just doing my job right and then it's like oh now i'm a business owner so how do i want to think about my business in terms of growth in terms of marketing in terms of like how, like the services i want to provide how do i over deliver to my clients so that really has been a huge shift for you so one of the things that we talked about prior to jumping on this call is like what you saw in the industry prior to kind of stepping into your own business. So can you share that with us as well? This is when you were, um, I think you met the woman who you didn't quite agree with how she was providing services to the clients, right? And, so tell uh, us more about that. Yes, I met some, um, I met someone that was giving assignments to us as um, caregivers. And I was waiting for my assignment. And um, she now I realized that she thought I was better in to help in the kitchen, because that's where I started, I was um, helping at a kitchen, and they were redoing things there. But I, um, I didn't agree with that. I, I was ready to work, I was ready to help, I, I realize now that <laughs> could help in a different way. Me, I, I was looking for an explanation, this is like this. And, and I just said, No, I'm going, I want to help. So I went and found another case somewhere else. And to me, I was just providing services, I was just coming over to help something that I saw as almost a hobby, like, something I do on the side, but I got really good. And people asked me for more and different things. And I worked at it. I, I realized that I could, I could really do and provide the care that I wanted to the what I wasn't seeing in the facilities. Yeah. So there was a gap between what you were seeing in the facilities and what you felt the clients needed. So can you talk to us a little bit more about that? Like, what were some of the things you saw? Like, let's keep it PG 13. But like, just some high level things that you didn't agree with. The way we speak to each other, the way the way we as caregivers approach someone that doesn't feel well. And it wasn't fair to me to also be in, in a bed recuperating to feel better and also get past someone's approach of care. To me, in my opinion, that was a problem. That shouldn't be. And I, I wanted to do something different. So I did. I went on my own and I, I did what I could do. I, I would talk to therapists in the facilities and I would work with them of what's a better way to help the client, I would, if my, my client at the time in the facility, it's not a client, it's a patient. And it's a group that they give you depending on the time of, that you're there. So um, if my client wanted a special something from the kitchen, I would go and I would sweet talk the people in the kitchen because I used to work in the kitchen. So I would, um, I'd get to know the people in the laundry because I knew how important it was to have maybe your favorite dress or your favorite pants to be able to do what you needed to do and get better the next day. So I, I went out of my way to do that. And I remember 
someone asking me, why do you do this? And I almost immediately responded, why don't you guys do it? Why don't we do it that way? Sometimes I would get in trouble because in certain facilities, it's almost breaking the rules. Um, It was almost worth it. If my client was happy and if it was safe, it was okay. It was fine. Yeah. And I, I think that you are that beacon of light. And I think that's what you were being then and that what you are now for your clients, but now you have so much more power because this is your company and you really get to like customize how you caretake for them. And then the employees that you bring on the whole onboarding process, it's really taking them under their under your wing and showing them how CNA is different than what the society and, and the stigma around CNAs, right? Like there's just, it can, we've talked about this before, but like how CNA can be such a fulfilling career and yeah. you feel like that element has been lost. People are just trained and they're put in facilities and they, they go and do their job and there's no like emotional connection. There's no personal connection. They're just like there to do a job and leave. And what I hear from you is, is like, it's that extra special touch. It's really connecting with a client and understanding what their true like desires are, what their true care goals are and being able to provide that. Absolutely. It's almost, it's imperative that there is a connection. If there isn't a connection, it's something has to change. And I say that when I hire my girls and I, I send them out, it's very important that they make a connection with the client because that's, I feel like it helps so much. You get so much more accomplished. So that's is one of my goals. Absolutely. And then also like we've talked over the time too. So I think like there's like two evolutions here. It's like you as the business owner and providing the best care for your clients, right? And then the other, other evolution to it is, is also like you bringing on these new CNAs and really flipping their mindset about like the CNA industry, the medical industry, the caregiving industry, and showing them how this could be a fulfilling career and really how to connect with the client. So for me, I feel like what you're doing is very twofold. And I cannot wait to see like where this evolves for you in, in both ways, like for your clients, up-leveling your business, but also like how you are mentoring and changing the mindset of the future CNAs. Yes, I hope so. I hope I um, really started it to, I have a big family and I started it to be as an example to my nieces and nephews, almost as an example that I, I didn't have or really needed at the time. And um, it could have been because I, I grew up in the hospital so much, you know, that Part of that happened that way. I do hope to inspire, inspire someone to caregive because we all have loved ones that we may caregive at one point. And um, there's just a, a way and it, and it starts with us. I, I truly believe that. And if we're not okay, then it's not going to be okay. It's not be a success. And, you know, we're, I feel like we're here to enjoy, enjoy life. Yeah. And you just jogged my memory of a coaching session we had a few weeks ago and we were talking about like someone for me, I don't care give, right? And so I can just imagine a client such as myself, like coming up to you and you'd be like, Rose, I have no idea what to do. My, you know, mother has, is ill. Um, I, I have a full-time business. I, I have a child, whatever it is. Right. And like, I just don't even know where to begin. Right. I know nothing about care industry. I know nothing about taking care of, um, you know, my mom or whatever illness she has, or if we're talking about like seniors, like, and you get to come in and you get to like reassure me that everything will be taken care of. And then you get to reassure that the client that you're actually serving, right? So that you got the family member of the client and the client or patient it's, itself, right? And you get to come in as the expert. 
you get to tell us all the things you get to reassure us right and like there are certain things that that the family client member doesn't even have to think about because you've got it covered and i love that because you've really eased the process for so many people who this is your day in and day out and for many of us this is something completely new to us it's unknown territory and you get to come in and make that process so much smoother and you get to like create that calmness um for the family members and for the um the patient and that's amazing i enjoy helping and i can tell because every time we coach you're pretty emotional about it but i love that because that shows like you have so much connection with your clients like there's so much gratitude so much abundance there and it's just it's such a joy to watch you and your evolution and how you're showing up and changing the the cna industry the home care industry it's amazing so tell me what was the biggest like turning point or that pivotal moment of like when we're coaching and you're like, oh shit, I am a business owner. I think it's when I ran into trouble with the IRS. And then I, I was like, I remember my hearing my mom in the back of my mind. And I knew, I feel like she would say, you don't want to owe the IRS. It's going to be there forever. It's, you won't be able to get away from it. And I got on the phone and I, I figured something out. I helped myself is what I did, but I didn't, get to do that or, or find the solution to do that until I got past the other stuff, the, the thoughts that I had, the feeling bad, just the daily stuff that would come in. And um, I just remember sitting on the back porch of my house and I would, I was scrolling and I, I felt sick. And I, I said, I have to call, I have to find help. I need help. And I saw, I saw your post, one of your posts. And I, I resonated so much with what you were saying at that time. And I reached out, I reached out for myself. And I, 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 once I saw the numbers, I wrote things down. I, I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I knew so much came to me. Like I was, I felt like I was playing it safe, cheating myself. And it was like an aha moment that I, I said, I need to work on myself, need to find a way to handle this before it gets out of hand. I have something good. I know I, ha I have something I want to share and I wasn't sure how to do it. And um, I feel like that when we connected, when we started working together, it just got so much clearer, so much lighter. I don't know. You know, thank goodness. Thank goodness. That's all I can say. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I mean, I don't have all the thoughts at the top of my head, but of course they were somewhere along the lines of like, I'm just doing my job. I'm not a business owner, a business. And, and I think that there was this definition you had about a business owner that didn't align with the things that you were doing. And so of course, like that was evidence of like, Hey, this is what a business owner does and I'm not doing that. So then it means that I'm not a business owner. Yeah. I did not see myself as a business owner at all. I just saw myself as a, I don't, a kid. I didn't even see my, and then all of a sudden I'm like, Whoa, I'm in my thirties. <laughs> <laughs> I am my mom when I looked up to my mom. <laughs> yeah. And you had been operating the business for what, what did you say? 15 years? 15 years. Yeah. Without really calling it a business. And I'm just so glad that we did connect because you are amazing. You are amazing at what you do. And the people in our community need to know that so that they can work with you. So let's just share high level. So when we be, so in 2019, before we started coaching, where was your business at? How many clients 
did you have? I had um, maybe two clients, two or three. Um, I had no, I didn't have any employees. I just. And you owed the IRS, right? I owed the IRS. I was in debt. It, I was in, it was a mess. Oh. And it wasn't getting better. And I would go do my taxes and I would think, when talking to my accountant and uh, or my tax preparer, excuse me, because I did have an accountant. I have one now. She um, says, well, you could be getting all this ben- these benefits if you were a business owner. And I'm, I was like, well, I'm going to become a business owner. I just, I remember standing in the kitchen and saying that after meeting with her. And I, I just said that. And, and a year later or six months later, I established my business. I, I feel like I went backwards and I got, got it on IRS. I got myself an EIN number and I did all these things to um, keep up with it. And then I went to file my taxes and I learned that I reached, I set a goal for myself while we were coaching because this didn't come until after. And I said, um, I think my goal was 60,000. And I went a little over that 75,000 the first year. um, In revenue. In revenue with my business, with two employees and maybe half the clients that I have now. I have about a seven of them and it's growing. I um I have four employees that help me, four girls that are part of my team and it's just great. I just I I want to keep going and pushing and savor the moments and and just be all that I can be. Yeah, so you went from owing the IRS to making 75 plus K and it yeah. seems like you're doing that kind of year over year. You went from having two clients to now you have upwards around seven or eight clients, right? And you went from having two employees and you said you have what, four? Uh, four right now, yes. Like that is so much growth. And I yes, think it really was that shift of like, oh, I am a business owner. And then you get to like show up every day as that version of her. So we talk about this all the time. Like, what does the future CEO of you look like five years from now? You get to decide to be her now and show up as her, you know, and make those CEO level decisions. Yeah, it's the best. Oh, that's the best. I love I it. know. And so you can see how much growth has happened in your business and you have grown exponentially in you personally. And I think that's probably one of my most favorite things. Oh, thank you. Yeah, of course. Okay, so let's talk about what were some of your biggest struggles to womanpreneurship and how did you overcome them? Um, My biggest struggle was me. It was my mindset at the time. And um, I overcame it just by reaching out, reaching out for help. And that's when I found you. Yeah. And so like right now, you're creating the life and the business of your dreams. Like you're not sacrificing one for the other. No, not at all. I have my family. I have my dreams, my everything. I feel like I am. I'm blessed um, right where I am. Oh, so good. So is there anything that you're struggling with now that you are working to overcome? I think it's, um, I don't feel like I'm struggling. I don't, I don't feel like I'm struggling right now. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about that. I just, um, I take it day by day and I pick up the tools that I've learned and, and apply them. I see the difference I, and I, I like it. And I, I look to build to, on that. If something doesn't work out, I've learned to just be compassionate and just be okay with it. And evaluate and then try something different, right? Yeah. So I think what comes up for me when you say this, and I wasn't actually expecting this answer from you to say, like, I'm not struggling. I'm like, come on, tell me. But I think what I gather from this is like, you're really just in that place of like, 
I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. Yeah. I don't need to be 500 steps ahead of me. And I don't need to sit here and think about the past. Like I get to just show up and be present and navigate from there. Yeah, that's how I feel. I mean, I'm a work in progress. I, I, I'm not anywhere. Um, not perfect. I don't, I, I do struggle with getting up and going to work out. But to me, that's like, that's normal. That's natural. That's life. I mean, there's things that we're not, we don't like, we're not going to like. I mean, I'd, I'd like to be in my PJs all day long, sipping on my cold brew coffee in the sun. <laughs> but, um, you know, I know that I won't feel fulfilled at the end of the day. Yeah. And a little bit of what is it? What will I call it? What I don't want it, what I don't like, what I struggle with um, is okay. It's, it's worth it for a little while to get past that because I, it is much better on the other side. Oh, so good. Yes. I love that. I'm always talking to my clients about like, it's just so much better on the other, not so much better, but I promise you there is the other side and it can be great. And it's also okay to be exactly where you're at. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So we're rounding out the interview. And so I'm going to ask you this last question. What advice would you give to your fellow entrepreneurs? Just go for it. If you feel something in your gut, or in the back of your mind, um, just go for it. That's that's what I did. I love that. And so many people aren't willing to go for it. Like I think I wrote a post on Friday after my ribbon cutting, and it was about like I used to present to CEOs, and now I am a CEO. And the differences between me and anybody else is that I was willing to make the decision to go all in on my dreams, no matter what. Like no matter how hard it got, no matter how long it took me, no matter what other people said. And I think that's exactly what you did. You're like, I'm all in no matter what, no long, ha- no longer, no long, no matter how long it takes me, no matter how many obstacles come up, no matter if I owe the IRS money, like I'm going to figure this shit out and I'm going to make my dreams happen. Like it's a done deal. Yes. Yes, definitely. And I, <laughs> I have to write that down and remind myself every day um, for that. But yeah, that's very true. That is how it's it is. So powerful. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining. This has been an absolute pleasure. I think the audience is going to resonate so much with your story. And I just appreciate you coming on and being so vulnerable and sharing all the things to womanpreneurship. And I'm so honored to be your coach and your friend. And I love that I get to witness your growth. And I hope I'm around for a very long time to see it all come to fruition. So thank you, Rosa, for joining me. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I just look forward to the future. This is great. Ah, Cheers to us. Cheers. If you'd love to connect with Rosa, and I know you do, you can find her at www.kathysorchidhomecare.com. That's www.kathysorchidhomecare.com. K-A-T-H-I-S-O-R-C-H-I-D homecare.com and I'll add her link to the show notes below. Thanks everyone. Have an amazing week and I will see you next week. Bye.